afternoon, good evening, Godspeed, aloha ukbar, and welcome back to The Stack. The summer of content is real, and so are you. This week we speak with ourselves, and with so much omphaloskepsis, you're bound to get sepsis because The Stack is not to be injected. No. Andy and I are meant to be taken orally. Ladies. It's called We Do a Little Navel Gazing, and what greater tradition is there than navel gaze? That pun is brought to you by the United States Marine Corps. What are we talking about this week? A downturn in the market? Market, I'm poorer now than I was yesterday, and you get no fix of the stack because I lost fat stacks and now have to flip fat stacks to refill the stack's slack sack. My wife attacked the slackness of our stack, saying it wasn't very stacked, but she grew up in a shack, so that's a lot of nerve. Which reminds me, we also talked about the origins of beautiful women, whether they be Cornish or Chinese. There's a danger of arousing woman's anger when you remind her of her origins, but if you want to convert her anger back into danger, all you have to do is give her the D. This pun is brought to you by my adolescence and the Oxford English Dictionary, which I used to sleep with like it was a teddy bear. And no, I'm not kidding. I was that unbearable. What is it about inserting a penis joke where it doesn't belong that brings so much joy to the world? I love sticking one in just about anywhere. To misphrase the food writer and gastronome Briat Savarin, a well-placed cock joke confers more happiness on humanity than the discovery of a new star. Edward de Vere loved putting these sorts of puns all over his plays. We remember one of his most famous, Romeo and Juliet, the story of the star-crossed lovers. In the end, Juliet plans with Friar Lawrence to take a sleeping potion and fake her death to avoid having to marry Paris. But the good friar's letter of explanation does not reach exiled Romeo, who, hearing of the death of his lady love, drinks poison over her body and dies. She, waking, realizes what has happened, and taking his dagger, kills herself to join him in eternity. Is there a scene in English drama more filled with pathos and grief? Let us read Juliet's final lines. What's here? A cup, closed in my true love's hand. Poison, I see, hath been his timeless end. O churl, drunk all, and left no friendly drop to help me after. I will kiss thy lips. Haply some poison yet doth hang on them, to make die with a restorative. She kisses him. Thy lips are warm. O happy dagger. She snatches his dagger. This is thy sheath. She stabs herself. There rust, and let me die. And that's the end of Fair Juliet of Verona, but not the end of our fun. The man who called himself Shakespeare liked his dick jokes and would put them absolutely anywhere, no matter how grave the situation. That's a necrophilia joke. And so I beg you to re-enter the passage, bearing in mind that sheath is a direct translation from the Latin word vagina, and the words to die, both an Elizabethan English and French euphemism for orgasm. O happy dagger, this is thy sheath. There rust, and let me die. You're never going to read that play the same. Shakespeare, I gotta hand it to you. And now, our conversation with ourselves. We start with Andy complimenting my manly beard. I couldn't, I couldn't, I think I've told you that. I couldn't grow a beard until I was like 35. No kidding. I mean, of, of any, of any note. It was full of holes. Like my alibis. Yeah. You look like um, Rip Van Winkle woken up, you know, after obviously not having shaved for some time. I I have been out of pocket for about two weeks, maybe one week. Um, but fortunately, before I left, because I've seen the market is pretty volatile. So, I put everything into um, this Terra stablecoin. Oh, yeah? So, I haven't me- had to worry about any of that. Because it's stable. Because it's stable. It's, um, right. The way that it works is it's always worth a dollar. Right. It's an algorithm, I think, that keeps it worth a dollar. Yeah. So, like other people, if it stops being worth a dollar, then other people buy it. And then and- the pressure... Exactly. Right. And so, and they, they can like always print more of it to, mm-hmm. to keep it be worth a dollar. Because there are always people to buy it. 
there's always people who are going to buy it algorithmically you you just have people and they do this algo they don't say algorithm they say algo and yeah. it basically will just keep it stable right right i mean it sounds bulletproof to me yeah so if i hadn't done that um yeah then i i'd be pretty pretty upset i think would be missing some money yeah i mean that's lucky man that's really lucky i put all my money in um ape jpegs and now they're worth uh like a hundred and I paid like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for them. And um yeah. now they're now they're worth about a hundred and fifteen a piece. Was that I mean, is that all of them or is that just one of like is Paris Hilton holding a bag and Jimmy Fallon? Like are they both I think Paris now, Hilton is holding is holding Jimmy Fallon's bag sometimes, yeah. That's that's what I've heard. He that doesn't do anything for him, I don't think. But uh -huh. the um the, so like, but did did they get swindled? Also, the celebrities, I mean, I or had they been, had they been tipped off? I did see the guy. He he had bought one for three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and now it's worth one hundred fifty eight, or sold for one hundred fifty eight. But I, I didn't think, know if it was like a weird one or what. I think that was a weird one. I think what I think that people are circulating something that happened back in March. Uh, mm. What happened there? I mean, I may be mistaken. People should check me because nothing I say is trustworthy. But uh, uh, I think what happened there was there's this sort of trick that you can do on unsuspecting stupid people, people who buy ape JPEGs, basically. Um, yeah, they've which just done the homework for you by buying yeah. them, so then you know right. they're a mark. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like you know receiving a social security check or something uh, publicly, um, yeah. So I think that what happened there was that they somebody went on OpenSea or one of those, uh, and, if the, and and the thing is uh, offering die uh, or s some other some other coin, and the 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 symbol for which that's another algorithmic stablecoin. Is it algorithmic? I don't know. I don't know if that one's backed by assets or not. Um, but anyway, the the thing there is that whichever whichever currency it is that they offer, whichever currency it is that they're offering to the person, the symbol looks vaguely like the Ethereum symbol. And I think if they're not paying any attention at all and they just click accept. <laughs> right. Yeah. And when I say vaguely, I mean like within the same universe, but not if you were paying any attention at all, but they just see oh, a, a good okay. offer. Right. They yeah. see a good offer and click, you know, cause what's happening is they're, they're being offered $150, but in fact, what they think it is is 150 ETH. And they just click accept, and then it goes through for one hundred and fifty dollars. Nice, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, um, and I, I yeah, uh, caveat emptor, as they say. Uh, so that may have happened. Yeah, I mean, there have been goofy stories, and now they get trotted out. I mean, the the big one was um, Jack um, Dorsey. His like first tweet or whatever was sold as an NFT. And then, you know, resold for some stupidly low amount of money. The apes, I don't know. I don't know what, what happens there. What's the, what's the tax implication there? Because if you play, if you pay realized gains last yeah. year. Yep. I mean, if you, sorry, if you realized gains last year. Right. You've got to pay taxes based on those realized gains, which are now yep. a thousandth. The worth is actually like a thousandth of what you're paying taxes on. So that. The tax bill basically ruins you, I would think. Well, yeah. So, um, if you sold it last year, uh, so you had a realized gain, and also, <clears throat> I think, I mean, we we can assume it was not a long term one because these things have not existed that long. So it should be taxed at kind of a top rate um, ish, and so then you you rolled your gains into some crypto that has in, now into worth some other nothing. crypto right? right and so you you can't 
you can't offset last year's gain with a capital loss this year um, the way that you would if they had happened in the same year or you can roll forward losses into next year um, to offset it. Like you, you can't do that. And so, people are going to owe um, – they're going to owe back taxes. Now, um, you can – yeah, you know, the IRS wants to get paid and they'll they will charge you interest, but you don't have you know, if you don't have the cash, you don't have the cash, they're gonna want a payment plan. Um and um but you're gonna you're gonna kind of eat shit. Um and that sucks. But the yeah, I mean this is, this is it's not uncommon for people to kind of get get messed up in this way, wrecked, if you will. Um and usually like when you see some hit piece about somebody where they owe back taxes, it's not because they were uh, breaking the law or uh, um, like evading taxes or anything like that. They just got wrecked in this sort of a way and, you know, you just – you don't have the cash. You can't, you can't pay. Um, we used to have a solution yeah. for that, which was Australia. You just don't pay. Right. And you, you leave. Is that what you mean? Australia. No, Australia, I think it was the solution, right? Was that well they, they that was pot was that a pauper prison? Yeah, it was a debtor colony too. Yeah. As well. I mean yeah, Georgia. I did, my, like, my, kind my, of low my, yeah. My yeah, Georgia home. was a penal colony. Yep. Yeah. Debtor a debtor colony, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, you know, because I you know, I, I think I brought up in a episode where I, I finally read Oliver Twist. Um, mm. and, uh, so spoiler alert, the, the artful Dodger, um, his, he ends up in transportation. So he gets sent to, um, Australia and that was for being kind of a deadbeat, uh, scoundrel and not much. But I mean, at that time they were, uh, I mean, Fagan, I suppose, yeah. I mean, he he was impl implicated in a murder, and so um, he got the death penalty. But I think at that time they were still applying capital punishment for stuff that was not murder, like robbery and things like that. Um, so yeah, it, it makes sense if the the people who got sent to Australia were not the worst that were. They weren't murderers because those people were getting executed. Right. Well, there's that, and then also the crime of being Cornish. Uh that could get you sent to Australia. So a lot of my family are there. Don't be Cornish people if you can help it. Don't be corny. Um, yeah, I th I don't know if I ever said this on the air, but I, I I think I told you that I started looking into my my personal my family history, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, I'm I'm joking about this, but the Cornish went to Austra uh, went to Australia because of the Cornish diaspora, which was a result of. 19 the the mining in 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 England uh collapsing so they ended up going all over the world but i i think i told you i looked into my family history um because you know you get to a certain age and you start wanting to know where did my people come from uh so i, I was getting really into it and then one day i decided i was going to google cornish women you know just want to see what kind of women my people come from what sort of stock and uh, having Googled Cornish women, I lost all interest in my family history. <laughs> I never. <laughs> well, they're handsome. They're handsome and sturdy. I mean, that's how they were able to survive. <laughs> well, they belong in a mine, that's for sure. But here's my theory, though. Were I they mean, from I'm... Penzance? Where, where in Cornwall? God knows. Oh, uh, no. uh, not Gilly Penzance. Isles. Uh, you know, names, names are escaping me. Um, I, when I left it behind, I, I burned it down for good. Um, right. But I, 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 I hope, I hope that what actually happened was that all of the beautiful Cornish people had the opportunity to leave. And so actually there were good looking Cornish people. Right. But, uh. This is this is like the Scots, right? Where the um, a there was a, a a huge endowment of human capital 
that all decided to leave. Um, and so this, the, what's left behind was somewhat dysfunctional, they say. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, is perfectly plausible. Same, same with cities, generally speaking. I mean, you know, women, women in Beijing or whatever are better looking than women in the countryside for the simple fact that the ones who can, you know, marry their way to greatness or whatever, that use their feminine beauties to get greatness, to get yeah. the things that, that cities provide. That's why you go to the countryside and it's devoid of, of anything remotely human-like. Uh, I mean, it's horrifying. People should go to the to the Chinese countryside. <laughs> well, that's they're good the, solid yeah, people. I mean, those those are not those. The, yeah, these are not the people who are getting perfect scores in their their PISA tests. No, it's it's funny. Um, I don't I don't mean to be cruel, really, because it is what it is. That's just the way that human flows work. But I think a few months ago, I was sort of we were we were talking in one of the groups that we're in, and I I started sharing some photos some some photos and videos because I've been back to my wife's hometown, and uh, I was just counting because you never see that in the city. You never see in the city deformed people or malformed people. But in the countryside, you know, it's one every, I don't know, 15 or 20 people, something like that. Uh, that's, uh, maybe, maybe an overstatement, but um, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you, you wander around one of these small cities near the countryside and you see quite a lot of um, malformed, malformed people, people who... I don't know. It, it, at any rate, people don't people don't ever see anything like this in the cities. And you can go your whole life never seeing a malformed or retarded person or anything like that. You used to have a little bit of that slumdog millionaire um, like grift, where some Fagan type has uh, kids or whoever that they're running like a um, a begging ring. Or something mm. like you would see that in central Beijing or near the embassy, like yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where foreign like, you know, foreigners would be. Um, and I remember like the first time I encountered this sort of thing, it wasn't deformed, but very elderly. And like someone wants money, like I just wanted her to give away. And so I gave a, um, a five kwai note, which is, um, you know, at that time, it's like 70 cents. U.S. sense, um, and like that—that that just created a mob of beggars <laughs> trying to get around. Oh yeah, me. I don't think that. Um, I don't think you. I, I feel like yeah. you must be talking about that's something gone. else. That's gone. Yeah, that's, this, this doesn't is, exist. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like twenty years ago, right? And right. Um, I think in Beijing, certainly, like the run-up in the years going into the Olympics is when that all got killed. I mean, there there used to be these people that would go around collecting um, uh, plastic bottles as as part of a recycling, and they would take them and then sell them to collectors who made sort of a small fortune. Uh, we call it recycling, but it was probably just like some disgusting process of melting the plastic down to then go to some factory and make McDonald's toys. Um, but those, those people, like the first step was because that was their livelihood. Um, and the first step was kind of giving them these uniforms, uh, like a vest. And so it looked like they were part of the Beijing municipal services. Um, and, and now they're just gone. Um, and like even 10 years ago, just gone, just, just this. And they were all, they were all over the place before. Um, and just not part of, not part of the fabric, but yeah, I mean, cities, cities do this. They, they IQ shred, but they also attract, they are also obviously a magnet for some people. Um, I don't know how, we'll see how COVID changes it. I heard they're clipping passports at the border now. Oh my um, God. So I'm never going to get out of this country, by the way. I'm stuck here forever. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Unless I leave it's, my wife, it's increasingly case. looking like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, they had like a flight from Thailand to Guangzhou, um, and they were like questioning people at the border, like what What did you do? What were you doing outside of the country? Um, these are plague rats. I'm, I'm talking about them as people, but really, the audience has to understand these are very dangerous bio weapons in a skin suit. 
right. because they might have COVID. Um, and so they're being questioned about this. And like, if you had an unsatisfactory answer and it seemed like you were at risk of leaving the country again and then coming back or something, I don't know. They were just clipping your passport. And, and that obviously means that you can't, you can't travel anymore. Um, and they're not going to give you a new one. Um, until yes. who knows when. I can say the truth um, of the matter for us is that we were trying to get passports for the kids. Um, I asked. I, I think you said travel document, but I I double triple checked. No, I, I think you're right. I think I think if you're if you're leaving from the um, if you're in China, then no, it would be an actual passport. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we got we were going to get the passports, and that's what they told us that we're not giving passports at all for anybody who's. Um, reason for travel is not one of the approved reasons. And the approved reasons that they gave us at the time were uh, school or work. And that now has also not extended – so that's not just new passports, but now has extended apparently to all travel from China for Chinese citizens anyway. So, yeah, as I say, I'm never leaving. I'm stuck here forever. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll be the I'll be the Lao Wai that time forgot. It's pretty um remember me demoralizing. Yeah. It is, man. Yeah. It's I mean, you know, it's a, it's still a nice country in a way. Uh there's no crime. Oh, like, you know what I mean? The 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 violent crime is almost non-existent. Um the weather here is always fair. Obviously, it's also overcast a lot. Food is great. People are kind. But it's like being stuck in an open air prison, you know, and and treated as if you're a child, uh, you know, a child who needs permission from mommy to do anything. Want to go here? You gotta, you know, you're getting tracked. You got to do the QR code thing, uh, and it's just it's just a nuisance. And I have like an eight year old phone, and so you know how slow that is trying to open up a QR code on WeChat. I've, every time I do it, it takes mm-hmm. like two minutes, and I want to kill myself and everyone around me. But mainly, it's just yeah. it doesn't it doesn't fit the Anglo the the Anglo heart wants to go conquer France. You know, we don't want to be mm-hmm. forced to uh, have to check in to work. It's it's just certainly not yeah certainly not for like a uh, completely retarded reason, right? Well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, if there were a legitimate if there were a legitimate danger, then. It's understandable for a period of time, but you know the Chinese will will suffer almost anything for almost any length of time for completely arbitrary reasons, and so I can't see that this thing is going to change. And I think you said you said something quite clever, which was that the thing that that was the thing that got them all the stuff that they have. And right. it, will, it will be the thing that causes them to lose it. That is the the putting up with the grind. Their ability to put up with the grind yeah. got them the riches that they have, and it will be the thing yeah. that causes them. Which is a you know a very brilliantly pithy statement. So all credit yeah. to you. For I that. think it's. I mean, it's 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 poet. It's almost Homeric. I think. Yeah. I think you'd have to dive into the classics to really um, to see this. But I mean, it's uh, it's sort of beautiful in a way. It um, is, man. It is poetic justice yeah. for for being in for being so single minded, you know, uh, like the the just pursuing the white whale unto your own yeah. doom, basically. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, and that's where we yeah, are. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and it's it's sort of interesting though to see because there is um, there are still in the West COVID true believers yeah like they're like covid fundamentalists they're like king james only (laughs) yeah fundamentalist equivalent and like they so so some of them are like out there they're like china knows something we don't Mm. let's be Um, very clear i want to be very clear about this these people are losers okay yeah people who believe they're, they're like the worst yeah yeah that they have nothing else in life, and they got some some measure of uh, respect and esteem for being, you know, COVID, like really being on board something. Yeah, uh, like religious fanaticism, as you say. Um, no, pro- it's 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 wild. The um, 
we, so we went to our old brunch hunt. It's just closed, and it's been closed apparently since February. Yeah, I would like those people. I would like Doctor. I'm going to call out a name, Doctor Eric Ding Feigl. Feigl Ding. I would Wait. like him to come and talk to those dishwashers and waitresses and everybody and say, you know, your livelihood means nothing. Mm. Yes. My avoiding a cold means everything. Yeah. I mean, we know that it, we know that deep down it's not really about that, even if they'll never, they'll never admit it to themselves. But uh, how many grannies, how many grannies are worth the untold childhoods that were put right. on pause? I think, I think that this is what we must say. We must say that 80 years is enough. It's enough. I'm, I'm willing to say At for myself- At least you're on extra time. You're in extra innings. You're in yeah, extra right. innings. It's a bonus. It's good. If you get more of them, that's even, may, can be even better. Yeah. Well, what is um, it? What does the Bible say on the matter? The Bible says what? The years of man are-, are uh, 120. Is that right? Oh, I think it's, I think it's- Well, I think it's the extent. I don't I know. I think it's let's like three score, and, three score and 10, right? And yeah, then, maybe that's and then the extra ten years is is spent, you know, in sorrow and agony or something like that. Like the 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 days of man is three score and ten, something like that, or, or yeah, something like that. So seventy years, right, is a normal life, and then the ex the last ten years are, you know, full of strife, basically. Uh, so yeah, eighty years. You know, let's just let's just do as our forefathers did, and say yeah. that's that's so enough. The, 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 let's see here. All right. Genesis 6-3, God declares that the span of life shall not extend past 120 years. But it's – anyways, I think there's probably some something in like um, the uh, uh, Proverbs that is is like what you're talking about. But it's the, – the, the point is, is like, you know, and, and people are just like – they lose in all context. So, here they had uh, – we now have this fear, quote-unquote fear of a sixth wave. So, Psalm ninety um, ten, like, King James version. The days of our years are three score years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet it is their strength. Uh, yet is their strength labor and sorrow. That's so. That's wonderful. And it's true. I mean, like that's undeniably true. The 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 there. So one of the patrons of this restaurant that now has COVID uh, <laughs> was claimed to be one hundred and seventeen years old, mm. and. Like, there's just so much wrong with that saying. First of all, the Guinness record holder is 116 years old in Japan, for one thing. So, somebody is just full of deceit and lies as it is. And then it's like, you're 117 years old and you're going out to restaurants. Like, that's you, – you've had like a really good long run. So far as I know, you're not in the hospital. You you just got it. But it's like, you, you just are messing everybody else up. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think that's it. It's, you're on extra innings. After 70 years uh, or let's say 80 years, you anything you get beyond that is is now now trying to claw that back from the from oblivion is to steal yeah. from people who've just come into the world. That should be I'm very also, clear. No, I, I, I'm not entirely sure how much of this is driven even by um, the uh, elderly elderly and how much by the worst generation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Below that, like their, their children where it's sort of like a self-importance of like the, the boomers. Mm. And so like that 117-year-old may just be like, oh, don't I don't want to go to the restaurant. Like every day I wake up is unhappy whatever you know i mean it's, it's so i don't know i mean i i i'm inclined to read but it's um i i'll i'm gonna give a book recommendation for our listeners this is a technical text um and i think the the chief author is peter fonagy affect regulation mentalization the development of the self and i i don't go in for um psychology as a discipline but it, it was an interesting read about um how important for young children, you know, in that sort of two, three, four, five year old range to see faces and see emotion. Mm. 
And them lacking that from their friends and from their teachers and stuff like that is super messed up. Oh yeah. And that that's from that's that's from the Citadel. This is this is uh um not some like crank Marjorie Taylor Green person saying that. These are whatever Harvard psychologists, psychiatrists, whatever. Was this published before or after they all all had to get on the bandwagon? Yeah, I'm sure he's disavowed. I'm sure these guys have all disavowed their work mm. and and said that in fact it's important for children never to see faces. Yeah. I like how uh, I can remember how um what was it uh the 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 fellow who went on Joe Rogan and talked about um mass formation psychosis and Robert then, Robert Malone. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly the next day this was not something that had ever been discussed before in the annals of, <laughs> right, right, of academia it, right yeah <laughs> right, right. these two words have never existed like there is like no no um there's no literature whatsoever no about this uh yeah. yeah yeah so actually you know this is going to be a great segue people are going to think that this was planned but speaking of stolen childhoods in that way we we the, the whole point of today's meeting of the minds uh was supposed to be talking about the market crash and a good segue here is to talk about the kids, man, the kids. And what I mean is that um, there is a segment of the population, the Zoomers, uh, who who have kind of grown up post-2008 in the American Forever War and have the – what can we say? The grim economic future that that portends for them. And sort of their way out, you know, not to not to say how bad the civil war has gotten, the cultural civil war has gotten since they were children. And for a lot of them, the way out of that, uh, out of hyperinflation and this um, horrible post two thousand eight and post uh, war on terrorism economy that they inherited, was crypto and NFTs. And a lot of the mania for those things, for the for the ape, you know, it's a lot of talk about, you know, we're gonna hit, we're gonna shoot the moon, or what, we're gonna we're gonna moon, and we're gonna, um, you know, we'll all be rich and Lambos and all that is actual sort of last gasp of hope for these kids who are yeah. now, I'm sad to say, totally wrecked. A lot of them, all of them, I guess. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I've, in a way, uh, it's like hit after hit for these for these guys, for these kids growing up, or the Zoomers, anyway. Nothing but bad news. Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll all come back. I think we we have to just kind of um, believe that. But it, it's a it's a it's a kick, right? Um, you know, you you got your maladies, and you thought that was it. You weren't going to have to kind of worry again in your whole life. And now you might have to. Worry? Yeah. It's rough. Uh, I don't know how Miladies are holding up, but... I think they're fine. I, I think Miladies are beloved by friends of this uh, podcast. So, yeah. Maybe it's not not the right example. When we When we shit on an NFT, it has to be like an ape or something, I think. Yeah, or like Shiba Shiba Inu. Yeah, I don't know. That's not an NFT, is it? That's that's a cryptocurrency. I think. No, it's just a coin. It's just okay. a coin. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it is. It is decidedly so. I think that stars have held up okay so far. Anyway, I mean, I'm 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 not yeah. going to say that they're proof against anything, but certain assets are holding up, and I think that the certain assets that are holding up are obviously those that have some utility beyond the community and not to say the community isn't important it's possibly it's the most important factor but the thing is if that's sort of the only thing you've got going for you then any any hit uh ends up crumbling the whole thing yeah the important thing is to kind of spread spread your stuff around and diversify so that um then everything can go down 70% you don't have to worry about one thing going down 90%. Yeah. 
the uh, I don't I mean it's it, it's kind of cool. I mean, I mean here um, there's been a lot of like what I would call very inorganic and inauthentic NFT stuff going on, and they were backed by I think some like really bad hombres that you don't want to see them get rich and like they launched like right right into this so i think they got wrecked and i'm okay with that which one what are you what are you talking about <sighs> i don't want to name projects ah, okay, but right. i mean like or maybe you can bleep it out but like like one is like i don't even i don't even never heard of that yeah yeah no it's it's all stuff it's like some i think it's i think it's like out of singapore hong kong or something and it's like for it's like goldman sachs people go out and like they hired some artists on fiverr and launched these projects and there's nothing like like Milady's is weird like that's weird and it's kind of cool and whatever i mean like it just it, it's there but like it's like this is so grossly um I, I don't. I don't even know it's what cynical, the right really. word. To, it's yeah. It's, it's it's cynical. Yeah. Uh, like a Miladies thing. I don't know how it's going to do. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. I, I don't own any Miladies. Uh, sadly, I guess. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. But they do have. They don't seem cynical to me. They have a. a yeah, they're having a lot of fun. They're they having, having a fun. lot of fun. They seem to have People a philosophy. Own it, in have, having a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Um, they've they've got a whole philosophy built around it and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it's not like it. Well, I mean, who knows what's really what's really behind it all? But the it doesn't seem to be like cynical VC capital. Um, Urbit certainly isn't. Although I mean, there is VC capital, but it's uh, it's probably the least cynical project, re, you know, remotely related to the cryptosphere. We're post cynical. Yeah, well, we're such true believers in the in the technology, you know. I think which is what everybody right. says, right? But we believe so much. The tech in, is good. The tech is good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. The yeah, and certainly the potential beyond the current tech is is limitless. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, I I I don't know what the magic sauce is for uh, keeping the thing afloat, but certainly you know it's going to be like real u- utility. Uh, has to be part of it because otherwise, like community by itself is going to fall over at some point. As soon as as soon as things start going bad, you find out. Oh, actually, there's no. It's we're, we're we are the stuffing in a in an in an, a formless mass, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hard it's a hard time for me as well because like um, you know some of the assets that I actually do own are down. Well, I'm I'm back to about where I bought uh, bought them in. Uh, bought into them at on some of the assets that I own. Some other ones are totally. I don't think they're going to survive at all. Yeah, but it always. I mean, this is this is um, Kane Min and Tversky stuff, right? I mean, it it is always more painful, like going down, than it felt good going up. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just human. It's human psychology. Yeah. I did. I have learned. Uh, well, I luckily I learned before it was too late to take profit and use it for something else. But yeah, I mean, like the, there are some there are some things that I still believe in that I don't see myself selling over the next decade. Uh, and I, you know, and so uh, being that that is true, I have, you know, I'm cold blooded about it. I don't care. I've lost. I haven't lost any money really. I'm. I've gained money. I just don't have as much as I did when I had the most that I had, which is sad. I mean, that's right. sad. But we, uh, I haven't been devastated by it. Some people have been utterly devastated by it. And the people who have been devastated by it were the people who bought like who, – who like mortgaged their house to buy Terra, which is a project I will say the name of. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you can say – I mean, is it a – it's not a project anymore, right? I don't um, know, man. They're trying to do – I mean, no, it's not. Let's be, let's be fair. It's not. It's, to be right. honest, it's not a project. But I think that they're going to try to finagle something. And, you know, it may – be worth more than you know a one preceded by five zeros at some point again i don't know oh yeah is it gonna be zero followed by ones or whatever uh yeah i don't know i mean like they they probably own like computers and stuff right um like there's some assets i don't know 
I assume so. I don't know. I, you know what? People can get better commentary uh, on that from basically anywhere else but here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then it's not us. So, it's not. it doesn't matter. Yeah. We, we're still into Urbit. So, what's going on with Urbit anyway? Anything cool? I think I saw it. So, there's, there's um, I, a bird told me there's like a bar crawl in New York mm. um, next, next week. Yeah, New York, uh, Urbit in New York or whatever. I, I love New York or something like that. Anyway, Urbit's New York week will be next week. We're not going, uh, obviously, because we're trapped in COVID land. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't do it anyway because I, I can't go to New York um, just as a as a spiritual I'm, – I'm allergic yeah. to New York. But if Urbit, if Urbit can make it there, they can make it anywhere. That's true. They can make it anywhere. That's and, true. Um, I think there's there's like a bunch of stuff going on. It's a little bit our our friend from the uh, Mars Review of Books. No, Noah, yeah, um, the Lib the Quantro Enjoyer, Par Excellence, Quantro Blueberry Quantro. He he's there, um, and he's doing. I think the formal launch of Mars, Mars Review. Review of Books. Yep, that's true. Um, there and is, as a matter of fact, if you're on Urbit, I'll go ahead and say this: you can go over to his group, and he has already started publishing some of the articles from the magazine. There, I think that there's an article from Matt Gazda who wrote the play Dime Square, which I uh, assume I'll never see because it's in New York. But anyway, you can go on to Urbit, um, and is that on Urbit.media also? Uh, the Mars Review stuff. I, you know, he has talked about it. I don't know. Um, he's okay. talked. He's talked right. about serializing it. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he does. Okay. He does have um, his book on there, but that's a different notebook. So I don't know what. It, I, I don't know what we'll do with it. Okay. Okay. The um. So yeah. So there's that event. There is something related to the Dime Square play. Yeah. Um. I think there's a couple of other. Yeah. Like. Uh, Hermetica, I think. So if you're into if you're into wor- weird stuff, which I think that you can't, I think for you is like a a sin to enjoy any of that stuff. Am I right? Probably. I don't know. Like, what's yeah, the? I don't even know what it is. If w- would we stop? Would we have to stop doing the the podcast if I became like a Freemason or something? I'm not sure. Oh, right. I'm yeah. not sure what the rules are. Yeah. Uh, no, I th- I don't think it's that. I think they're just interested in in, yeah. in studying. You know, masonry. Maybe who knows? I don't know. If, if you're into if you're okay. into that devil stuff, go check that out. Then there's probably right. like a My Lady Rave or something. Who knows? Or tea or uh, who knows? <laughs> right. I think the wet brain right. kids were going to do tea, but they couldn't. There's probably some like like also some like Latin mass. Oh something. yeah, I'm sure. Um, Put a go like head on. Right. Oh no, that's probably something um, else. The other side. Um, the, uh, so yeah, so there's there's a bunch of bunch of things going on. That's pretty neat. September, um, I think, is assembly. September twenty second to twenty fifth, Miami in Miami, Miami, yeah, Bienvenido a Miami. Uh, yes, that's right. So assembly will be there. Another thing that I won't be able to attend. Um, but yeah. as 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 I said elsewhere, it's doing it's doing us re- lots of favors, lots of favors to go have that assembly done in the Ron Ron DeSantis state. Makes us look yeah. Makes us makes us look real good. Yeah, good marketing. Well, I think, and then Kiev Kiev was pushed back a year. So, <laughs> listen, I maintain that disassembly twenty twenty two went ahead uh, anyway. Good a, a good amount right. of disassembly happened in in Kiev. Yeah. The um uh and then I, I know there there and there will be something in Asia in twenty twenty three. That's what um, I've heard, man. I've heard that I've heard that some people yeah. are going to put on a an, an assembly like function in Asia in twenty twenty three. Exciting times. Is there anything happening with Urbit itself? Lots of apps. Yeah, I think I mean the 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 pace the pace of um, some things has has picked up, um, and I'm a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> He's opinionated about it. The um, no, I think I I mean there's there's I think we're in a calm before the storm. Um, there's been some 
there was a major investment in uh, address space. Oh um, yes, that's right. Almost two million dollars or something like that. I think announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with a, a massive, massive star buy um, from Tlon, about like half the stars in a galaxy. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. So that's that. Yeah, so there was no, nothing about the identity. Just said it was a long-term investor in the project. So that's that's good to see. It looked like a good um, price too. I think like thirteen thirteen thousand a piece. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that person's going to be very happy by the end of the year. Um, is all I can say. <laughs> One way or another. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, especially if they're just kind of a, a sanguine and happy person yeah. in general. Right. I better let. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, but I feel I I'm getting the sense there's a lot in stealth mode right now, um, and we'll see. Especially by the time of the autumn, with uh, the Miami um, assembly, that there's there's going to be a lot announced. Then I think. Yeah, there's a. I'll tell you what the hottest the hottest new group is. That's the Shakespeare group, my friend. You can come. You can come to the Shakespeare group. Read Shakespeare's plays and talk about the real Shakespeare. That's a good one. I, I think um, I, I should say the other uh, important development is, uh, and you've been a part of this, but um, there's been some ways to bridge groups to Discord. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that's good because um, it, it will attract eyeballs and obviously you wanted to you know kind of bring things and people to realize how much more powerful of a tool uh urbit can be than running things through discord servers right um but it's it it's a it's a way to kind of have that that interface so that's that's pretty cool uh and i think that is at least it's the first time that i've noticed that done at scale yeah that's by the way that's called the fo uh, faux bot and it's Midsum Salrux, M-I-D-S-U-M-S-A-L-R-U-X. Uh, he he um, is also the person who built the Tindy bot, which is the bot that does yep. the crypto prices where you can just ask for – you can just put a uh, – what is it? Short code or whatever and, and see how much your crypto is worth right now. Yeah. So, I yeah, I did do that actually. I used his bot to, to bridge uh, the Ukbar group. Um, which is kind of cool. it's actually the 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 idea here is to get as many sort of tunnels into one group as possible. So you get like one big mega group that is a a group basically all over Urbit. So like there's the Ukbar group the same way that you have uh, advanced Degen. So if you want to talk about crypto, that's the group to be in, um, whether or not or that's the chat to be in. And that chat exists on five or six different groups, and the members of that group don't necessarily need to know what other groups are connected to it, right? Uh, you just come together in one place. And we did the same thing with Ukbar using Orca from uh, Rabsef, Bikrime, and, and Dalton and the Quartus developers. Uh, let me say Vinny's name as well. Um, so, yeah, we put those together and that makes this really – it's a really interesting experience where um, you sort of like these underground tunnels leading up to this stage, right? Uh, and nobody nobody knows who's come from – any of the other five or six tunnels. And then you can combine that with the Discord bot. And now you've got this massive ultra group on Urbit that is also mirrored back and forth to Discord. So you've actually sort of Discord now as a tunnel feeding into that group as well. Um, I mean, I, it's, it's just sort of interesting to see how those – or to, to, to make those chats more dynamic that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yes, there's, there's yeah, now a Discord thing. Yeah. Can you do that to the Telegram also or does the API not exist to um, do it? The thing with the Telegram is, yeah, you, well, there are bots that could go back and forth to Telegram, I believe. But for our purposes, it's just one chat and I don't think we wanted right. to overburden one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even in the Discord, it's just, it's just like a stream, a constant stream of talking. 
so I don't know. We might have to we might have to fiddle with it and make it more manageable. But um, it's very cool to be able to. So for instance, one nice thing about it is that people who are on Urbit don't do other platforms. Once you get into Urbit, you're done with Telegram and Discord for the most part. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not the case for people who want to come to Urbit. Um, most of them are coming from Telegram or Discord via Twitter, right? Um, and so it's nice because those people can get on Discord and then the we don't those of us who don't ever check Discord don't have to anymore because if somebody goes into the help channel on Discord that is mirrored to our our help channel on Urbit and we can converse with mm -hmm. that person from Urbit without ever having to get on Discord which is really nice um especially yeah. you know I'm on there all the time just to manage but the engineer the Urbit engineers don't want to touch Discord so you know it's really nice to No for them to be able to talk to those people and help them out. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, and is most of the work on onboarding people then? I mean, yeah, I think that I, I can't really say what's going to happen with Ookbar because I'm not really party to the deep um, marketing stuff, but the, uh, or if I were, I wouldn't say, but, uh, the, the thing is, I think that what's true is that if you have a project like Ukbar, it is mm. really easy to get 10,000 degens. And so, you may, uh, want to hold off until you've soaked up all of the developers, you know, the, the serious developers, like you want to target them first. Right. You may want to hold off on opening the floodgates on the degens until you think that you've got pretty much as much initial interest as, as you can from those people you're trying to target before it just becomes right. complete insanity. So, totally toxic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if toxic, but certainly before it becomes nothing but wind, moon, wind. Okay. Yeah. Toxic. Yeah. Uh, and anime girlfriend titties and stuff like that. Um, right. So, yeah, you want to get, you certainly want to get the the developers on board and working away from the madness first, I guess. Uh, so, not onboarding yet, but we'll, I guess I think that that will happen as soon as we're ready to... Uh, I don't know. As soon as as soon as they're ready to do it, yeah. No, that's cool. I think, um, yeah, I'm hopeful that we're going to be able to break some news here first. Uh, yeah, man. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs>